I just want to say on the record that Rachel's pants are louder than mine. Yeah, but my pants look loud. It's true. They were like tangerine sateen Dries Van Noten cargo pants. We're gonna we gotta start the corporate lunch. You look um, like you're wearing khakis. I'm wearing Just my client my khaki flacks. <laughs> so are you. Yeah, but mine aren't making a sound. Because they're by the row. Are they? Yeah. And they're just so quiet. Um, next week we're gonna have Mary Kate and Ashley on the pod to talk about the row. That's not true. <laughs> hey man. This Can we do is a little a, musical intro. An aspirational podcast. Yeah, let's set it off with some music. That's right, folks. What you're hearing is, uh, it's exactly what you think it is. It's the soundtrack to uh, Maison Margiela's most recent runway show, which took place in Paris on uh, sometime couple last week. A couple days ago. And uh, this, is, this is what you were hearing in the background, but what you really heard is what you heard with your eyes, which was the walk, the walk that rattled the world, the walk that changed everything. The walk of fame. Yeah, that's right. This is episode 71 of Corporate Lunch, The Walking Episode. Noah, Sam, and Rachel are here with you to tell you everything you need to know about walking. And um, as it relates to customer service and fashion, this is GQ Styles Customer Service Fashion Podcast, Corporate Lunch, episode 71. So who did the soundtrack to that? Was that Michelle Gobert? Sounds like a, a Gobert production. The mm-hmm. song, I just shazammed it, actually. It's uh, Work It, Soul Wax Remix by Mary Davidson. Rachel, do you want to set the scene for us in Perry? Well, first of all, yeah. So Margella does these co-ed shows, and all of their clothing is technically like co-ed yeah. now. That's, oh, really? that's under Galliano. Under Galliano, yeah. Um, but that's only as of, I think, a year ago. So co-ed so- means the collections are presented together. But, but it's the not clothing, the same as no. It's the clothing, clothing is, is also. Is, I guess you would say gender fluid. I he, prefer coed. I like yeah. to bring that. Yeah, back. he doesn't use the phrase, phrase gender fluid because I think he's like there are no genders. <laughs> John Galliano, who by the way is a pirate and a pod god, is pirate he? and pod god. He's <laughs> every season uh, he puts out a podcast. So oh, rather really? than giving interviews, he does this incredible podcast where they play like old timey music, and he goes. The Snatch Clutch. <laughs> it's really coming up for this season. It's inc- I mean, it's really one of the most incredible things happening right now. Okay, so so he um, has always kind of had these unusual walks in his shows. Yeah. Um, and he's always used this model, Leon Dame, um, who has incredible cheekbones, mm-hmm. huge eyes. Not unlike Sam Hine. Not unlike Sam Hine, but it's bigger eyes. Even what? bigger eyes, Amazing. even more cheekbones. I didn't think that was possible, but okay. And very dark under eye circles. Mm-hmm. And very he often- He looks like he's from a different century. He definitely does. He yeah. actually he actually was, um, he snuck into the uh, current issue of GQ Style. Really? In the, um, really? He was in the Jill Sander lookbook. That we included. Oh, I wrote a yeah Real piece Heads on now. Jill Sander. Well, that's cool. What else do we know he's about Leon Dame? Uh, he's he actually is. very prolific. He's really but, out there. But yeah. he, I mean, he, he was in quite, like every major show. Yeah, but he, uh, you know, he's he's sort of chameleonic. He looks very different. Um, yeah. Depending on the designer. Yeah. So he w- he did the finale walk in the Margella show, and he stomped 
down the runway. Mm-hmm. He was wearing like a big, actually this co- very cool leather jacket, I have to say, mm-hmm. with like a sailor collar, striped sailor collar, leather jacket, belted, tidy whitey shorts. Yeah. And knee-high high boots. Knee-high, high-heeled boots. And he like stomped down the runway and then sort of vogued, I would say, at the end. But it's not voguing because it is like from, it is on the catwalk, so it's sort of like a very strange like art imitating life imitating art he Um, did like a hand on the hip and then a big kind of hip swivel but it was all very um uh it wasn't like fluid and sexy i would say it was was sort of extreme and like uh yeah it was a pretty avant-garde it was definitely sort of both like a. why is the phone ringing he's calling us someone's calling sam you should get that (laughs) Wake up, it's your life calling. <clears throat> what does it say? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a wrong number. Well, uh, now everyone knows they can call in. Which this is, is nice. the corporate lunch office. Yeah, we do have a phone. We should probably share that number. Um, it's anyway. 212. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, go, go on with what you were saying, Noah. All right, so it kind of looks like. I was just thinking it's like uh, he looks like a cubist painting or something. His body seems to like <laughs> yeah. go. He sort of seems to defy because the, the jacket is belted. The shoulders are broad. His legs are narrow. He's, and then he does this this jerky hip pose at the end. He's, there's a lot of shoulder movement. It's very yeah. athletic, actually. And then the, the part I love is that he turns around and there was this key motif throughout the collection, like a lot of the... Um, sort of coats and jackets had big key rings oh, on right. them because yeah. it's like 40s, 19, like late 30s, 1940s, uh, World War II was the inspiration Yeah, for the he collection. looks like a sailor. And so when he turns around, there's a key ring on his ass that yeah. is flopping against his butt yeah. in this extremely homoerotic way. I mean, it's yeah. hysterically amazing. There's a moment as well when he's walking down the runway. I, th- I can't, I think it's when he's, when he's first, when he's on his way out where he does this like really wild shoulder pop, like yeah. super aggressive, yeah. like attitudinal thing where he just like takes his shoulder and like pops it back and kind of like looks over. Yeah. yeah, You really want to see the other angles of it, not just the straight on angle. Cause he's also, his like, body's is, at a crazy angle. Yes, yeah. like that, his, right his, there. His head is way that, out. There we go, it's on his way back. <laughs> and he, 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 he pops leers. and looks over at he, like- He like leers at people in the audience. It's sort of bird-like. Yeah. Um, so highly technical. Like the, this the still photo, you also really see how his head is sort of like disconnected from his body. Like it, his, it's kind of floating on his neck somehow. And he's stomping. He's doing a crossover stomp. So he's yeah. which was which was like you know really popularized by Giselle, mm-hmm. which is like it oh, the looks. Feet are crossing. It's, it's a very a dramatic cross. Right. Like this was popularized by Giselle. Is that right? Yeah. Man, I gotta popularize a walk. So. We're obsessed with this, obviously, but yeah. everyone was everyone like, is re- obsessed I with mean, it. Anna Wintour was like giggling in the front row yeah. at the, like people really went wild for this. It did not go unnoticed. Didn't go unnoticed. So we, fi- well. What did Leon, so this is Leon's Instagram. What did he say? What does the comment say on it? Closing Maison Margiela, SS20. Thank you. One cart. One of the people he thanks is Pat Bugoslowski. Rachel, yep. you think I said that close to correct? I think so, yeah. Bugoslowski, Pat Bugoslowski, who yeah. is, who is that? He is a movement director. A movement director. He's a movement director. So Pat is, I 
found Pat on Instagram through Leon's post. And I reached out to him and I was like, let's talk about this walk and mm -hmm. how it came together. So Pat, um, Pat and I spoke and he is, he is a dancer, like a trained dancer, choreographer. Um, and he, while he was like just starting out on his dance career, he was doing a bit of modeling and, uh, he walked in a McQueen show and Sarah Burton, the McQueen designer, like walked up to him and was like, your walk is amazing. And I just want to thank you because I can tell that you really get it. And he was sort of like flabbergasted by this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he was like, I'm just, you know, I'm just walking. So he must be pretty young, though. Is he I think guy? he's in his early 30s. Okay. Um, maybe late 20s. Imagine being so good at walking that it becomes like... Your whole career. Your whole, yeah, exactly. It builds your creative practice. I mean... Also, he's out there walking with the best of the best. I know. I mean, like, it's not like... The walkers. queen shows are not... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not too... Uh, yeah. It's not like amateur hour out there. Right. Yeah. So, um, Sarah asked him to teach the other models to walk. And then after that experience, he continued to that dance. That must be pretty demoralizing, right? Pat, Pat walks in one day and he's like, look, you assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of you guys know how to walk. Yeah. I am the only one who knows how to walk. Today I will teach you. And uh, so he continued to do dance and like he was doing a little bit of choreography. And then he started working with a choreographer, Aaron Silas, who does like choreography for Rihanna and like FKA Twigs and Katy Perry and like lots of these sorts of people. And uh, someone was doing a magazine shoot with FKA Twigs and asked him to choreograph the photo shoot. And he started to do more of that sort of editorial stuff. And then he got an agent and the agency like helped him sort of build this career as a consultant to fashion houses to help models do walks. <laughs> so what he does is you like once someone has been cast in their final look, yeah. he watches you walk and he's like okay sam that's really good but what we need you to do is move a little bit more like this and a little bit more like that like imagine sam that like your beautiful grandmother is like at the end of the runway and she's reaching out to you and like you must rush towards her to tell her how lovely she looks tonight like that's what he or you're a, being chased by yeah. a pack of wolves <laughs> yeah you're being chased by a pack of wolves like someone at the runway is like taunted you in your past yeah. and you're going to go get them. And so it creates this kind of like energy and uh, kind of emotion around the runway show that I think otherwise maybe wouldn't be there. Did he, did he suggest what sort of specific, if there were specific fictions or fantasies he, he put in Leon's head for this Margiela walk? Well, this is, he, he said that he and Leon have been building this character together for several seasons. <laughs> and that's how he talks about it, is like character building. Yeah. And um, They did a lot of R&D on this one. Yeah. And I've seen, I think, the past three or four Margiela Couture shows. It's called Artisanal. It's not technically Couture. But anyways, Leon walked in those. Mm -hmm. And in those, he also had... A I really like, remember thinking like, wow, that guy's got kind of a wild walk. Uh -huh. So last season, um, but this was the first time he really. This was the most extreme. This was the one, most extreme or, yeah. version. Yeah, I mean, the look really helped push it to the sailor kind of vibe he had. But it is oh, a yeah, I really. This. It's a very like intense, camped up version of a '90s supermodel runway mm -hmm. walk. His fall it, winter '19 walk in the Margiela show was. It was, I Your think, stunning. It hips, was very, yeah. it was a much subtler walk, but you can sort of tell that there's like uh, some some method behind this. Mm -hmm. 
it's got a very subtle, beautiful like head swivel. But they're know. deaf. I mean, the the gist here is that they're pushing this beyond uh, like the typical runway walk, right? I mean, yeah. like the kind of this guy's project is a little bit about doing something unusual. Yeah, that breaks from the very uh, on this what the the typical runway format which is just people walking up and down the runway and th- these t- people tend to be very tall and they're in beautiful clothes and like um i mean runway shows i guess have always been choreographed but what i'm trying to say is like this is like a different level of choreography or a new kind of approach to it maybe well i also think what's interesting about that is that traditionally models are meant to be like you ignore the model in a certain way you know, mm-hmm. like we obviously, right. you know, designers want the model to be attractive. But part of the reason that things have trended towards this like extreme thinness, of course, is that the the body then is just a hanger for the just clothes. Just want to diminish the body. Right. And so it's like you aren't even paying attention to like who the person is. Like you're supposed to figure out who the customer or the ideal man or woman is from the just from the clothing and the mood of the sort of show. Yeah. But in the 90s, then the 90s were all about, you know, it was like the supermodel era and every model sort of had their signature walk. I mean, Nomi Campbell was famous for having like the most elegant kind of like hip swivel and like Claudia Schiffer was like not, you know, her walk was kind of like uh, slightly crude and that was just sort of her thing. She was a klutz. And and it wasn't. Just kidding. She was not. And it was sort of about like their their individual um, kind of attitude and was there like a thing though where like like uh uh moms around the country could like put on like a little black dress at marshall's and like do their best supermodel walk in front of the the mirror in the dressing room and now there's like (laughs) like i feel like it it represented just like a sexy ideal and now they're like these creatures Mm -hmm. yeah well so things have changed we're in like this totally new wacky era of uh bizarreness do you think that there have been uh models who like like models who aren't allowed to walk like you just suck at walking you can't have a <laughs> career as a model yeah or you have to just have your photo taken have you sitting there's some editorial models casting? who no have you seen yeah yeah i mean mm-hmm. there you see like some people you're like wow like that's a really beautiful or like unusual looking person and then they walk and you're like whoa no. <laughs> <laughs> sit down <laughs> All right, we'll call you back. Uh, it's always hard, though, because especially with women, they're usually wearing sort of unfamiliar, uncomfortable, often ill-fitting uh, and sort of uh, precarious footwear. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, insane. So you got to feel for them. Most insane. Um, but Leon Rock, I mean, Leon was wearing like four-inch heeled boots. Yeah. You know. That's his thrive zone. This reminded me of one of my all-time favorite uh, fashion moments was this, um, another Margiela show from... 2015. Was it that long ago? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, 2015. <laughs> there's. It's like We're almost impossible it. to describe, but there's a look. <laughs> this. A woman. Um, should we? Should we? Let's play the music. A giant beret. Yeah. Let's hear this one. Oh wait, you can't play this. This is an edited. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. There's a woman who sort of scampers up the runway with her hands like up high in, in 
like pockets or we'll drop the link to this in the, your coat in the uh, episode description but there's the, oh my god i mean this super cut of of the walks from the runway everyone's kind of looking pretty like confident chic and, like, yeah. and put yeah. together and then there's and just then this she's like sort of <laughs> oh my god it's like honestly it's it's pretty it's frightening truly yeah it's frightening but it also is like there's a kind of strange like very british <laughs> sitcom thing about it where it's like this woman like can't quite make it down the runway <laughs> like doubled over Oh my god! But Noah, you also were saying that there's some good. There was a good hit by air moment. I know. I was just um, about to say that that even this got me thinking about about runway shows I'd seen, and the the one of the craziest things I can remember seeing was Boy Child walking in Hood by Air. Um, what season is that? I th- I don't know. I'd have to. I think it was Hood by Air's first. It was their first big runway show at Milk. Fall, winter. 2013 let that soak in that sam hine was in high school i was finishing my second phd and boy child the performance artist who um who i i think was pretty tight with shane of hood by air walked in the in this fall winter 13 hood by air show at uh, milk studios asap rocky walked on that show in like a crazy neoprene hood by air jacket it's actually pretty dope i clicked through it again to just remind myself it's a pretty pretty sick collection um, Boy Child came out looking like a zombie with sort of like like a hairline shaved like back to the middle of the skull and there was like white um, white what do you call them? Contact lenses yeah. and like a, a glow stick in the mouth and it was like this crazy demented uh, like kind of like body dragging down the runway and I remember there were like strobe lights and smoke machines it was really fucking scary and uh pretty incredible it was the first time I had seen boy child I wasn't really familiar and that's sort of like part of boy child's art practice that sort of this like sort of performance and uh yeah it was like some sort of like um virus like I imagine like if like a brain-eating virus took over uh, the planet mm-hmm. and turned like half the population into uh, flesh eating zombies. This is a little what that was like. Yeah. So that was a memorable walk. Mm-hmm. And then Rocky came bouncing out. I don't know after before or after, but that was like really exciting because he had just just sort of broken uh, to becoming like a real star. I'm I'm sort of partial to the uh, the Midland. Uh, Oh yeah, what is Midland? Everyone talks about Midland, and why is it called Midland? I don't know why it's called Midland, but Midland sounds like like a country band. Oh, isn't there a country band called Midland? Those guys who dress funny. Yeah. Midlake, Midland. Midland. Yeah, you're right. They wear nudie suits and stuff. But Midland is the um, is the noddling agency started by Rachel Chandler. It's a. I'm sorry. What now? Noddling, non model. (laughs) Yeah, noddling agency. Noddling agency. Started by Rachel Chandler and um, Walter Pierce, and they they cast models who do not look like um, you know traditional uh, pretty faces. Um, People who aren't necessarily tall and thin. And well, they're usually tall and thin, but they oh. but they often have sort of strange <laughs> right. features and um, aggressive looks. And 
when they when they cast shows for you know the likes of Eckhaus Lotto or um, which shows did they do this season? Eckhaus, Vicara, Vicara um, all the art fashion brands, uh, yeah, Mariam Nasirzadeh, uh, Kalina Strada, I think. So basically, the the Midland um, walk is a, sort of a distinctive, fast, aggressive stomp. stomp. Where down your the shoulders runway. are like lurched forward. You're kind of like you're almost like walking so fast because you're leaning forward and you need to like not fall flat on your face. Yeah, you got to keep up. Um, and it's kind of this cool. Uh, it's almost like it's almost as if to say like, we know that runway shows are kind of stupid. We just want to get this done and like get get out of here. Um, yeah, there's like a reverence, and we're going to and we're gonna go fast so you can't really see the clothes and like fuck you. Um, I don't know how like imitated it is. It's kind of like a New York thing, but. Um, that's almost like a new uh, Midland sort of standard doesn't, doesn't type of do runway shows show in, experience. Um, they don't do European shows as far as you they know? They probably do. Not that I'm aware of, but perhaps they do. It's pretty crazy to think that there's like an agency that conspires to create a walk that... I mean, it makes sense, right? Or I guess in some bizarre way. They're they're like casting the show. They're sort of responsible for this this like... IRL human presentation aspect of it and uh, the faces and the bodies and the walk I guess are all part of that package and Midland wants to kind of like brand itself the Vich- the Vicara show was pretty exciting this season because there was a a staircase that the models like a short a short set of stairs that all the mo- carpeted stairs that the models had to um, had to descend and they were all wearing um, pretty uh, precarious footwear and they kept slipping down and a the couple stairs. of them a couple of them went down um <laughs> as they were walking quite fast uh, sometimes stuff <laughs> like that happens stairs. and you wonder if it's like intentional no they were kind of giggling and like rolling around it was cool i thought it was fun they all had pretty nice um saves and recoveries but it made it really heightened the suspense of the whole thing they also did marnie i just looked at their um, mm, oh. that makes which sense. was in milan yeah. remember that yeezy show on that island governor's island oh my what God, island yeah. was that that That's was, not Governor's Island. Yeah, it was. I thought it was Governor's Island. Oh, it was it? The, the Four Freedoms um, monument. And um, that they, a lot of weird stuff happened. It was a hot day, and models were standing for a long time. But then there was walking, and they were in. I think were they on grass? It was the shoes they were wearing were, were insane. really poorly made. Yeah. And it was like uh, there was like pla- they were like plastic, right? Many of the models could hardly walk, and at least one of them actually fell like multiple times until. I mean, this is a famous old story. Bruce Pask. Um, hopped up out of the front row. He's a, the he's a buyer. Wall. He works for Bergdorf, and he hopped into the runway and just because it was just like someone had to do it, and um, he walked her off the runway. And but that was one where I was like, "This is so gnarly!" Like before that person was falling, I was like, "These shoes are nuts." And well, also I think like- there that's sort of a flawed like that. Yeah. It was sort of cruel and became. But there was a moment where I was like, he's really like just pushing something to an extreme. And like, there's something that could become interesting about that. In that case, it became a little tragic. It's you've got to really make a bad shoe for a model to not be able to walk in the yeah. shoe because that's what they like. She was like physically unable to like yeah. continue moving. Yeah. Um. Well, it was a big week for walking. Though, yeah, I, I mean, say. that's because it's th- it's these walks, but also Gwyneth Paltrow, who like has had a multiple like an art, an entire arc around her walk that she did in this Valentino couture dress at the Emmys. 
It's she, just, she, I, and I guess what's interesting about this is just that it's like everyone walks, and yet somehow if you just do it slightly in an not odd everyone way, walks. Yeah. Many many people walk. Many people walk, but there are different everyone types moves. of walks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, not everyone moves either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't. But if you just do it in a slightly like unusual way then like uh, suddenly everyone is like what the fuck is going yeah. on like those people that walk on their toes yeah you know like yeah. the, each step they sort of push their heels up right or like, the woman I, who walks the woman like who a horse <laughs> 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 I, no one I said that. i didn't know yeah i do and we said we weren't going to talk about it because i can't talk about, talk about it the, the woman, woman who walks <laughs> like a horse oh that woman right yeah. she looks like that um that like robot you know those like yeah, robots the, like, the that those robot like dogs. labs build that like they they like learn to walk and they can like jump over yeah whatever. Um, you've all been on YouTube before. Gucci just did that show where they opened with, they didn't do the whole runway with um, the conveyor belt or they did but they started with all these models in straight jackets who were just standing still on the runway and then Kim Jones had also had sorry, conveyor belt. What do you call that? Like an airport people mover. Um, moving it's a system. moving sidewalk. A moving sidewalk and. Um, Kim Jones did that for a show a while back, and I gotta say, don't like it. I think models should walk so you see how the clothes move. But then the Gucci runway, they ended up walking on the people mover, which meant they were moving really fast. Mm -hmm. And this is this is why walking is important to fashion because movement. And and why and I think one of the reasons why it it, the runway show. Hey, that guy walks. I walk. I mean, the runway show was originally conceived just as you know, it was very simple. Models would walk with holding cards for the, you know, uh, to show buyers, like, which, you know, so that it was basically for people to just buy the clothes. Just to present the shit really that's meant, on sale. It was really meant so that you could inspect the clothes. Like, yeah. in yeah. that setting, like, people would go, and you can find amazing YouTube videos of this. Like, the model would walk to each section of people and sort of turn around and yeah. pose and be like, this is it from this angle and that angle. Yeah. And, da -da -da -da. and you can see how it moves when you're moving around a room mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, and, I don't know what, like 60 years later, we still have runway shows that are much more, they're much more like performances now, but right. there's but still something to be said for seeing clothes on a body moving, whether it's moving very fast and like strangely or. Well, now I think the motion is more about the fact that like, it's an, it's like every fashion collection is meant to be a movement forward. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like announcing that what mm. was happening before is like, it's over. Right. So it's nice. like. We're, everything is progressing, progressing, progressing. Yeah, and they create these, like, it's like a universe, right? I mean, like, people do become characters when you see them move. And and the clothes are part of that. And, you know, you have Rem Cool House design a great big set for you. And then you have people moving around within it, wearing clothes designed for it, or that the set was designed for. It's like the whole, the whole thing. But really what we're here to talk about today <laughs> is walking. The number one activity, I would say. Um, previously on this podcast, we've covered hanging out. Uh, much like hanging out, walking is a thing I think we all take for granted, but it's actually really, you know, it's complicated and it has layers. It's multidimensional. It can, it's very, can be extremely meaningful. Um, I'd say some of the best deals I've ever made of, in my life have happened on walks. Really? Some of my greatest breakthroughs, both emotional, intellectual. Were you walking when Will Welch walking. called you and was like, come work at GQ? Every time Will and I have something serious to talk about, we go on a walk. There's no like lunch or coffee. We take a walk. I feel like the walk is the best way to talk it out. First of all, it's really hard to be surveilled when you're walking. 
So if the you know phones are tapped, like rooms can be tapped, like at restaurants, people can be listening in. It's you easier be, to talk shit when you're mobile. Yep. Um, the best paparazzi, the best like, I mean, talk about walking. Like my favorite style photos all tend to be paparazzi type photos, and they're all taken while walking. Yeah. Well, but walking is the genesis of street style. And I mean, like the beginning of street style, the very concept of street style is someone walking around, looking at what other people who are walking by them are wearing and taking photographs Mm -hmm. of it. Um, Walking is really how I feel like walking, you know, it's like how you you generate power for your brain, you know, like a nice evening constitutional is really about yes. kind of getting passeggiato dealing with the, it in Italy. That's a beautiful word. Say it again. Passeggiato. Thank you. Um, so, you know, we live in New York, so it's just so crucial to, to walk in this city. Um, Sam lately has been walking like that Margiela model I noticed on his way yeah, in mm-hmm. he's really taking it out for a I just spin. can't stop and it's, he walks across the Brooklyn Bridge like that me. it's really yeah. the hottest hottest it's a great workout item of the season <laughs> over the Brooklyn Bridge I put on my stomping. white my white undies <laughs> what are what are your guys favorite walks number one most beautiful significant inspiring walks that the, you do or have done Rachel um, I have two walks that I really like. If you can do the Brooklyn Bridge at like six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. that's yeah, really early. amazing. Before there are crowds, it gets very crowded yeah. that bridge. But it gets—it's amazing when it's not crowded. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful crazy. bridge. The other walk that's really good is to just go from uh, Chinatown all the way to the Upper East Side. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, you see so many different neighborhoods that yeah, way. You do the real—you really see the texture of the city. And you can stop cool, for snacks. Yeah, there are cool places to stop in every neighborhood. And it's interesting to go through the professional neighborhoods in Midtown on the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghost town. They sort of empty out. New York's the best city to be young and broken because walking is free. And you can walk. And, yeah. the, and the more you walk, the more the city kind of opens itself up to you. Mm-hmm. The more people you meet, the more things you discover. I just like walking home from work. That always feels really radical because, like, I've talked about this before, but, you know, from the tower, which is downtown, you have to cross a bridge, any bridge. I mostly do the Williamsburg Bridge, which isn't the nicest one, but it is the gateway to North Brooklyn, which is my stomping ground. I think that's kind of a beautiful bridge to go across. It is. It's nice. I mean, lately I've been doing it, like, close to sunset hours, and it's pretty incredible. But it's jam-packed. I'm biking. I'm not walking. Um, other great walks. I mean, there's also just like the walk, like going to the Met. That's a walk mm-hmm. through the, the Upper East Side walk. Not walking to the Met, but like being you know, in the museum. a beautiful yeah. walking neighborhood is the Upper West Side. What about walking, like mall walking, mall walkers? That's what grandmas do. Um, we walk <laughs> to the mall every day. It's true. We do. Um, all right. Walking shoes. Walking shoes are Sensible important. walking Comfort shoes are shoes. making a big comeback. I mean, that's really what New Balance is all about. People might tell you otherwise, but when I when I know I'm gonna put on when I know I'm gonna rack up some miles on my pedometer, my pedometer, <laughs> I put my New Balances on for sure. To get those, you need in. support. You need support, and you need a little um, uptoe. You know, you don't want a flat sole when you're walking. Yeah. Around. 
You got to make sure you understand your bio uh, like biomechanics if you're going to walk. Like you don't want to be some guy who who's a pronator or a supinator. You know, like if you're mm-hmm, flat-footed mm-hmm. and your ankles rolling, you got to make sure you're wearing the right footwear. Otherwise, you can really do some damage. I think you feet. can do a nice walk in Birkenstocks. Yeah, Birkenstocks are great walking shoes. I wore Birkenstocks all over Antwerp for 3 days when I was there for um to meet with Yanyan at Solar Shop. I'll never forget it. I like walking in um, RM Williams makes comfort boots with rubber soles. They're super, super comfortable and you can walk for miles in them. Are they if better you're not than a blundstones? Sneaker, if you're not really a sneaker guy. I like, like walking in my blundstones. Blundstones are I comfortable as well. I put a lot of miles on my blundstones. Mm-hmm. How do they compare to the RM Williams with the rubber soles? RM Williams has a firmer, it has a leather uh, insole that's quite firm and, and nice. It's um, like sturdier and mm-hmm, fancier mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, way fancier. You fancy. Rachel, what's your favorite walking shoe? Rachel doesn't give a shit. She's all about fashion. Mm, well, if I'm going on a, a really long walk, I just wear my running shoes, which are Brooks. Tight. Nice. Brooks is a great brand. Yeah, really great brand. Single Horrible sport brand. colorways. Yeah, they're pretty Which ugly. is how you know it's real. Yeah. yeah. The real shit. I saw a guy in the East Village last night on a motorcycle on just like a big hog wearing gray Brooks running shoes. That's beautiful. <laughs> Shout out that guy. Don't say hog again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam Sam has in his notes that I'm looking at right now, walking versus strolling versus running. I don't have any comment about that. <laughs> well, there's a difference between walking and strolling. There is. It's true. The stroll running is Running might just aimless. be fast, fast walking. All right. <laughs> DM Sam Hine your favorite walking routes. Um, thanks for hanging in here with us on this one, guys, this experimental podcast, the follow-up to the Hanging Out it's episode. It's the follow-up to the Hanging Out the episode. The walking episode. Which a lot of people DM me changed their lives. Also, you know, like this is a busy, there are a lot, there's been a lot of lot in the news lately, just a lot going on, a lot to grapple with. And I feel like, like walking has been like t- top of the headlines every everywhere I yes. look, and not everyone is taking the time to like break it down and make sense of it. So here we are for you. Let's do some vibes. Thirteen vibes. Thirteen. The not so fast lightning round. You guys have any vibes? Oh yeah. Vibs. Vibsberations. My vibe. My first vibe is. Um, the pit twist. What's that? Which is the shirt tail tie yes. that Noah and I debuted yesterday. Oh, we did break that out on yesterday. IG. A lot of people messaged me about that and they said that it looked really good. And this was this so was, you call it a pit twist. I mean, that sounds great. I would have said pit tie, which doesn't sound as good. Pit twist is actually what someone called it. Someone DM'd me and called oh. it a pit twist. What I about a pit bow? Pit, pit bow. bow. Pit bow. Pit knot. That really that kind of rolls off the tongue. But so so George Cortina, um, who styled the GQ Brad Pitt cover, um, and also styled the Keanu cover and the Keanu cover. Great guy. He uh, put Brad in a nice little jauntily tied bow shirt. What kind of shirt is that? Do, do we know? I don't Should remember. I check those credits. It's it a up. white shirt. Um, That's orange. I thought it. All right. Is it Canali? I don't know. He's not. It's not Red white. <laughs> it's Canali. Anyway, I I I tried it. Um, I was out last night, and I um. Wait, you rocked it all night. I you rocked were like, it all I night. have to go to the bathroom, and then you came back and you it's had a, it. It's a it's a McQueen shirt. Nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Nice. 
Um, so I did it. I did it. And, oh, and so he does it with he did it with three buttons buttoned up. Cortina. That's how Cortina styled it. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, I did it out last night in the wild. I, nobody, nobody even said anything. It, no one. It didn't really attract any notice. You don't. But it felt fucking awesome. In the um, the when we when I went to Capital in Japan for that story, um, Kiro, the designer of Capital, was wearing his shirt this way. His was much blousier. It was a huge Capital shirt that he had tied at his waist. He had tied the tails at his waist, and I was just like, man. And then I saw Brad doing it. And it became a movement. Do you and know then what Sam did it? It's the most significant styling move of the season. Well, I remember when we first saw the pictures from this spread uh, several months ago. We were like, "This is so important." Yeah, like, <laughs> like the, the three of us like immediately zoomed in on that. Of everyone's like, "Wow, what a moving story! A beautiful cover." We're like, "Listen, this is the most important thing happening." My vibe is: um, I found a new sock brand that I love. And the best part is I don't have to go to Europe to get them. It's called Tabio. Had you guys heard those of Tabio? Those are amazing socks. I buy those for Lloyd all the time. They're really good. They're made in Japan. I like the most basic, just like ribbed yeah. sock. Um, it comes in two lengths. And I'm even going to go ahead and say I like the short length. It's like it comes like a few inches above the ankle. Um, it's kind of odd. It's an odd length, but it's actually pretty dope. Anyway. They you just discover these? feel the best. I actually, um, Miles, I needed socks one day at work, and uh, the fashion somebody in the fashion closet had an extra pair sitting around. They hooked me up, but like the white ribbed ones are so nice. Yeah, they're really nice, and th- they have a store in Paris, and they package things very beautifully. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been. I they have a store here. Oh, they do. Yeah, in New York, and you can order them online. Tabio. I, I back it. This is an unpaid uh, vibe. No, no vibes are ever paid. It should be Except said. These are unbiased. Uh, brought to you <laughs> by the podcast. I mean, <laughs> whoa! Rachel has a long list of vibes. Wow. We're gonna have to pick up the pace on these. All right, sorry. Keep going. Elaborate breakfasts. <laughs> so what I was thinking about one is that I have a very good friend. I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, who I meet every week for breakfast. Mm-hmm. which is just a really important thing to do. And don't just go to some trash restaurant. Go somewhere really nice where there's table service and maybe even get two courses. And maybe you get a juice and a coffee. What's your yeah. elaborate breakfast order? Well, I go to Cafe Clooney nice. and I get uh, yogurt with granola and then a side of berries. Nice. Do and you put the important. berries on the granola? Once you in keep a while. them separate? Sometimes I keep them separate. Wow. I think it's important to eat berries with your fingers, which brings me to my next point. Mm. When I say elaborate breakfast, I mean you need to bring this shit into your fucking home. (laughs) And what you need to do is you need to go on Etsy.com and buy a silver toast rack. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) A what? Widely available. A toast rack. Uh Keeps the toast dry and tight. Oh, it's like a vertical hanger for your toast. (laughs) And you put that out there, you get a bowl of berries. Maybe you have a couple pastries. Maybe you make your significant other a beautiful little waffle Mm -hmm. and you sit down together Mm -hmm. and you break the fast. All right. That's like a pretty carb heavy breakfast. Are you making eggs as well? Maybe some smoked fish. Bacon in the mix. I don't eat eggs. I'll delete that. Sorry. <laughs> Lloyd eats eggs. Why don't he you just eat eggs? stands in front of the sink with no shirt on. <laughs> cracking eggs into and his cracking mouth. Cracking eggs into his mouth. 
<laughs> Can I tell you guys something gross? Yeah. On the train this morning, uh-huh. a woman standing next to me who wasn't holding on to anything. She was like in the center of the train. <laughs> I hate this already. What? Pulls next. a plastic clamshell thing out of her bag, opens it up, pulls out a wrap, an egg and cheese wrap that smells like a wet. It's like, you know, that wet wrap smell. Oh, yeah. It's just what do you the mean entire. Rap? What's a wrap? What do you mean, what's a wrap? I don't know. You were like that. What wraps? Dude, you know what? You know what it smells like. <laughs> You've had a moist tortilla in your yeah, life. All right, uh, all right. Sorry. Vile. Sorry. Did like she a... make this wrap? No, it was clearly like a, a bodega. I can't believe wrap. this is the type of story you tell on and a she podcast. Pulls it out. Bodega Veneta. She pulls it out <laughs> and just starts chowing down right bodega next to me on the train. Vendetta. And she turned to you and she said, Do you want a bite? <laughs> <laughs> Sent a shudder down my spine. Anyway. <laughs> All right. You should never eat on the subway. Never, ever, ever. The next vibe is... Um, the, Eating on the subway. The, <laughs> the great northern city of Montreal. I'm going there today. <laughs> Rachel's getting extremely loose in her chair. This is the walking episode, but really we're having a hard time sitting. Um, what are you doing in Montreal now? I'm going to the Dime Olympic Glory Challenge. I don't really know what it is. It's going to be the experience But you're going to skate. Right, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean dime, I'm not. I love that restaurant. It's a uh, dime, the Canadian skate brand. It's a, uh, it's like a big skate competition that turns into real mayhem. I'll have a full report on it soon, but I'm on my way there now. Do you think you'll come back? Yeah, I'm gonna come back with my pockets full of poutine. Hell yeah! My next vibe is. It's not your turn. Yes, it is. I went first. You just actually budged in line in front of me. In <laughs> I thought your vibe was eating on the subway. No, no, no. That was just, <laughs> that was just your an vibe. Was the wet wrap? Um, my vibe is the brand Getz or Getzy. I don't actually know how it's pronounced, but it's spelled G O E T Z E. Gucci. Gucci. Yahtzee. You're trying to say Gucci. Um, it's this brand out of Berlin by a um, recent um, CSM grad that makes the most beautiful satin trousers I've ever seen. They're black satin with two pleats, a nice little taper, a little cuff. They're amazing. So it's like all this like sort of sexy, like louche satiny clothing. It's almost like um, the, the stuff that Raph did for Calvin his second season. That's so um, Berlin. And it's very Berlin. It's like kind of pervy Berlin, like artist vibe. Um, looks great with cowboy boots. The styling's amazing. The clothes look very well made and gonna have to take the plunge and order myself a pair of these trousers take the plunge corporate lunch we take the plunge for you we take the plunge so you don't have to sorry what that's it that's the vibe all right what do you got rachel the american dream no (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) wow this is a really bizarre list okay this is a good one survival of the fashionist which I have oh, to say, yeah. not a terrific brand name, but an amazing novelty knitwear yeah, brand. Yeah, I really like those sweaters. Um, they make really beautiful sweaters that are like well made, um, and the so- like the proportions of the sweater, very good. They look handmade. They show the hand, which is really important, I think, in knitwear. Yeah, and they are weird, but they're not like too quirky they're not like zany well there's one where it's it's a dead beaver and then there's a tail hanging off the <laughs> all right that's zany yeah. as which fuck. is the ones really i saw cool. opening ceremony carries them and they were they're kind of, of matissean yeah. like kind of cut out yeah. looking 
you know, um, Picassoid, if you will. But those are really beautiful sweaters. Um, Sam, what's the next vibe? Um, you guys are going to have to do a little we're back going, and forth. We're yeah. going in the wrong order here. I, I mean, I have more. I have another vibe. Um, well, it's more like a shout out. But thank you to everyone who DM'd me suggesting future guests for the show. Some real long shots in here. Um, someone suggested someone who is no longer alive, in fact. So that's, you know, we'll we'll pull out the Ouija board for that one. Um, we might have a guest on next week, in fact. He's alive. An oft-requested guest. So, He's a um, really good guest. Just uh, stay tuned for that. And keep. I would say keep the suggestions coming, but um, I'm having a hard time keeping up with the DMs, so... I have another vibe. Wearing your robe as a coat. Nice. Is now, that, you gotta have a nice robe right now. If you can, well, this is a kind of a robe coat, I would say. But I think that uh, obviously that you know there are cashmere shawl collar robe style coats, which are really great. And if you can get that, then go for it. But I actually find that like a nice terry cloth robe in an unusual color and I don't mean unusual like 1970s bathroom color I mean like maybe a mint green or a deep maroon you can just throw that on and wear it like a coat and people will respect you in a way that you didn't think you deserved <laughs> I have another vibe all right Jonathan Richmond yeah mm-hmm. why are we listening to more Jonathan Richmond he has a great attitude he says all the right things. I like his style. Sam, you got one more vibe? My vibe is Noah's haircut. I got a haircut. Noah's new motherfucking haircut. It's a whole new haircut. It looks great. You Shout look out great, to Noah. Anne at Vacancy Project. Noah's got bangs. I'm I'm jealous, frankly. Fringe. My bangs are banging. I don't really have bangs. I just have hair on my forehead. The hair is actually growing out of my forehead. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to wrap this one up. We got to go because I'm falling out of the chair. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.